message you're about to listen to is from Jesus and Hindered Ministry. Please open your heart and receive from the Lord. Where are you speaking from? Because the gate will be so, so hard. It will not lift. And that's why the scripture, if you read it, the same, the way this thing is, oh, eh? this lift up your head we just had, is in this scripture. But it started from where we were starting from. Who may ascend into the hill of the Lord? Who may stand in his holy place? He who has a clean hand and a pure heart. Who has not lifted up his soul to an idol, nor sworn deceitfully. He shall receive blessing from the Lord and righteousness from the God of his salvation. This is the generation of those who seek him. They've showed you the generation of those who seek him. Who seek your face. And it's that generation that will say, lift up your heads. Oh, ye gates. No, no, do, do you understand what I'm saying? Please, sit down. Let me explain it. We have also done some, is he, Use what this justice. You, you people, come, come and sit down here. Yeah, come. Eventually, remove your shoe. That's why he told you to remove it outside, so that you can be comfortable. See, the service we are going to hold is not church. And anybody who wants to do church will not enter. Did I speak English? Or should I speak it again? It's not church. It's for Bobuero, but it's not for Bobuero. It's for a people who wants to go somewhere. So if you came with church idea, you will not last here. Because that's what we are trying to break. That's what has kept you for a long time. Faithfully, a church goer with no fruit to show for it. Faithfully, I didn't say unfaithful. Faithfully, a church goer with no to do what? Show for it. So that's not the kind of people Jesus has sent us to. I mean, there's room for unbelievers who will come and experience Jesus. But you see believers who have been brainwashed by the ideology of Babylon in church will not survive here. Do you understand what I'm saying? If you're a baby that you don't know God, there's room we understand. But if you're not a baby, you say you've known God and nothing has changed. We don't have patience for you, honestly. Is that that? Because you are going nowhere. Is that that you go back to being an unbeliever so that we will convert you and start with you? Or you will grow up to be a believer that you are. Do you understand what I'm saying? No, do you understand? I'm sorry, I'm, it might not be the nicest things 
you heal. Because God does not like lukewarm. He likes to see where you are. Whether you are hot or you are cold. If you are cold, he will bring you to hot. If you are hot, he will increase you from glory to glory. But if you are lukewarm, he will... That's what he said. It's not me, I didn't say it before he said, and these people... They don't have the love of Christ. Eh? He said he was, that's God telling you, I will put you out. Because he doesn't know what to do with you. Where are you? Are you cold and you need to be hot? Let me help you. Are you hot and you need to be hotter? Let me help you. But you are lukewarm. We are seeing like you are cold. It's like you are hot. It's like, it's like we don't know how to help you. So I said, I don't like religion. Religion will not be allowed here. Sometimes the protocol, you know, we finish. Okay, so now let's bring the word. The word, the worship, the prayer is mixed. You can't separate them. It's mixed in all. There's no word without prayer. There's no prayer without worship. There's no, it's together. So that setting we've had that is limiting us. They need to stop. What did I say? They need to stop. The, the kind of meeting I want to have, I'm saying it now, it's meeting that there won't be chairs. I'm being nice. For now. There will not be chairs. Don't come. If chair is important to you. No, no, do you understand what I'm saying? No, you can laugh for it's okay. I'm not trying to be wicked. There won't be chairs. Because we can't endure any form of discomfort to touch God. We are too comfortable in our house, in our houses, in our room. We still come again. I always say, I'm in my house. I lie down on my bed. I have a good time. I relax, I do everything. Then I come to a gathering with believers. Is that place I want them to give me bed? That's the place I want them to give me a bed so that I will be comfortable, I will sleep. What did you come to do? I just, I just want to know. You know we come for different reasons, Joy, Abby. So it's okay, I know what I came for. You, what did you come to do? Because when you come to do, you know, be a oreg bachie, abiko bachie. For those who don't understand Yoruba, you know, if your matter is chair, that is your problem, or it's not chair. Because I see people, they will leave their meeting. Is that chair they must sit down? <laughs> they cannot, is standing up is a big deal. And until the flesh dies, you can't touch the spirit. And we discipline our flesh daily. There are things you do deliberately to discipline your flesh so that your spirit can be more in tune and alive. Because flesh won't let you see God. And until flesh dies, you can't see him. 
Do you understand? So everything that helps you kill your flesh, you do what? You do it. In our meetings this day in our churches, to lift up your hands for 30 seconds is a problem in worship to God. You, do you know, I, look at it to anything I'm saying, is it like, check it. To say, let's lift up, we why Bible says the lifting of our hands is worship. To say, lift up your hands, to just, once you just, ah, they pay me. That's what we do. You don't let the, like, there is a command my hand is supposed to obey. But my flesh is telling me not to obey it. He says, when I lift my hand, it is worship to him. So I tell my flesh that I have to lift my hand to God. You will come around. Not the flesh saying your hand is paining you. You're, you have put it down. And you obey the flesh. And the lie we tell ourselves is we are lifting it in our heart. You know that's the lie we tell ourselves. It's a lie that I'm lifting my hand in my heart. <laughs> Meanwhile, English is very simple. Lift up your hand. It didn't say lift it up in your heart. I think maybe we should start making... I want you at this time to lift up your hand in your heart. Let, so that you know that's what you are doing. But when they say lift up your hand, it means lift up your hands. Lift it is part of your worship. We give convenient worship to God. What is convenient for us is what we give Him. When it's not convenient, that's what the routine of religion in church and the system of Babylon in church has taught us. That's it. And that's not what this is. And when you are like this, what you hear people say is, Kilo Deotipoju, what's it? And then be like, what is it? It's not that hard. Jesus wants us like, calm down. This thing is not by flesh. That's why your flesh has to die. And the process of your flesh dying is that you kill it. Yes, it's by the spirit, but even the flesh is contending with the spirit. How will the spirit have his way? We are quick, quick to take the one that is convenient for us. Is ah, what's the big deal? No man can do this thing. It's God. We agree. No man can. That's why the man has to die, so that God can do through the man what He wants. Stop telling us what we know already. Do what you need to do. I've gone to different churches to minister. Different churches in different countries, in different states. And you see the same trail. It's just a few in the same set of people we have conditioned and molded ourselves to an image that is not the Lord and we wonder how things are still the same okay so like I said it's not let's not look like somebody that can 
this this seeds here i said come i said come that's what i said no me <laughs> that's what i said god god my key you shall You still brought your shoe, the same one that you had to remove. When <laughs> so, I need to say it this way. This is Jesus on in that ministry. Is the English very clear? What does it mean? Jesus on in that. It's not a Greek word. It's very simple for anyone to understand. What, what, what is it? Jesus. Do you know what Jesus is? Or do you know who Jesus is? Do we know? And do we know the meaning of unhindered? Do we know? Is there any other word for unhindered? Uninterrupted, unstopped, un, unobstructed, unconstricted, un... They are very good with the English. On what? What else? On what? Restricted. Not hindered. That's simply what it means. No Greek idea. No Hebrew. Just what it is. Jesus unhindered. Jesus allowed. As simple as it is. Is not carried out daily. As simple as the word is, Jesus on him that, like, don't stop Jesus. Let Jesus do what he wants. Let Jesus have his way. As simple as it is, it's not carried out every day. So this is Jesus on him that ministry. And, okay, so we said this is the inaugural meeting, but we have been meeting for... <laughs> for some years now right so it's not because when we hear no gravity we have this when sometimes words just make us somehow it disturbs me it's the same thing we've been doing that we will do and we'll be doing do you understand what i'm saying so there's nothing special in quote because when you are coming for an inaugural meeting, you come with a sense of it's just beginning. No. It's not just beginning. We are just like deliberately like bringing you to come to share that, okay, come into this thing that is already happening so that you don't think hey, so they just started. So what's going to happen? We've been doing the same thing for some years now. So there's nothing that is going to be new. like our word is just to share with you that's what it is I, forgive me there are people online because of restriction we can have too many people and i was very deliberate about not having a lot of people and somehow even me i think i like not having a lot of people the lord has to help me change i'm, I'm talking about my my problem physically but as i like the smaller the better so that we can touch what we need to touch because when we are too much that's when somebody's idea is different that's when somebody 
you know wants to go somewhere that's when somebody is not present and when you are not present with us you are depleting from us you are not doing us well you are doing us harm so the smaller that we can be together the better for me that is me but God is helping me to open up a little more So this is Jesus' name that I know you're going to ask, what is your vision? What's your mission? <laughs> the vision is to reveal Jesus. The mission is to allow Jesus. Is it very simple mission and vision? Should I say it again? So that there's no complication. It's in that complication that we even forget what the mission is. There are people that have 15 missions. They have not accomplished one. But we, the outline of our mission is to do this, to do this, to do this, to do this, and we are still struggling with doing one. So the vision is very simple. What is the vision? What is the mission? See, so simple. You can go anywhere and just remember it. Is that simple? What's the vision? What's the mission? If you go on the website, we broke it down a bit to help those that you know might just be. Is that all they do? To just reveal Jesus aloud. That's that's the beginning of our, the genesis of our problem. Because as simple as it is, we believe we must add to it. We believe we must do more to it for it to be gege. That's our problem. We don't like simple pastors. We don't like simple preachers. When it's simple and it's relatable, you don't like it. You feel <laughs> not touching deep. But once it says, so do you know I read the word Escalobia in the Bible. <laughs> and this is what you know that the Greek ancient word of the ancient Romanian of the that's when you say mm. <laughs> that's the one we like, and that's how they are deceiving us. That's what all our pastors are packaging for us because we don't like simple ones. The ones that just tell you what the Bible say like that. Just feel ah. So they package for you. So you are the problem. You are the reason why they are the way they are. You're not growing is why they are like that. Because when you grow and you can test spirit, will they be deceiving you? I'm asking you. When you grow and according to scripture, you can test all spirit. Will anybody deceive you? Nobody will. But because you won't grow, you like being fed whatever. And you like being, you know, the man of God works in. That's my pastor. They keep packaging for you. And we keep getting into trouble. Help us to help you. Do you understand what I'm saying? Help us to help you. Repent. 
Look for the right thing. Stop looking for what does not exist. Stop looking for a lie because everything that is not of Jesus is a lie. He says, let God be true and every man a what? A liar. So if he is the only true thing or person, every other thing that is not in him is a lie. What is the vision? What is the mission? Is it good enough for you? Even if it's not good enough for you. It's your business. God will help you. <laughs> I'm sorry. But I'm not. If it's not good enough for you, praise God. This is all it is. And if we can make it this, half of our problems will be gone. If not all. So that's what Jesus unhindered is. We've been meeting for a long time. There's a period when we slept in this place for almost for what kind of first five months every day we, we lived here let's put it that way to preach the gospel of Jesus and to share it abroad and we had over 400 people give their lives to Christ we just it's not an achievement right that's what we we did and we still do we don't have a so you're not coming to something that is just starting that wants to just start that is trying to find where is God telling us to go the vision is very clear the mission is very clear and it's being sent to you so that the day you see a different vision and a different mission, move away. Why is it so hard for us to walk away from what is not true? I'm asking. Somebody says to you, I'm going to build a bridge. They don't build it. You say, he's going to build it. Two years, they don't build it. He's going to build it. Three years, they don't believe he's going to build it. When is he going to build it? Why do you have patience for things like that, but you don't have patience for the things of the Spirit, the things of God? Why? It's only with us that we don't test anything. We don't check it again. Once we have it, it's okay. I said that God said that this is what we are doing. Now, that's not what is happening. You are not asking questions. You are still in the church. You want the angel to come and deliver you from there. No fruit to show for what I said I would do. You are not seeing the life being lived daily according to the pattern. And you are still there. You are still enduring in suffering but when you hear the true spirit but you have patience for the flesh so, so I'm saying it 
we are accountable if the vision changes if it's not about chasing money and chasing fame don't come no do you understand what i'm saying stay in your house go somewhere else that the vision is still real and the vision is still true do you understand what i'm saying what am i being is it what i'm saying is it very clear if, I, if it's not true don't just don't say don't doesn't make sense to me and then you'll be blaming the church they are being true to, to who they are you what did the Lord say to you it's not because they said is a church that you would attend it is what is being said and done in line with the word of God if that's not the case don't bother your head I honestly feel some of us need to leave the church system and go to a mountain a mountain doesn't necessarily mean you go to a mountain do you understand what I mean and maybe you go and find mountain in in Nidori. A lot of mountain in Nidori. <laughs> to go and stay there. If you want to, if you're religious, yeah. But you need to leave the church system and go to a mountain. Go be by yourself. To hear again from the word. Now it's not to go and be by yourself and not do anything because you will hear other voices. But go be by yourself with the word and hear God so that you can then be able to see clearly from that place if what is still happening in church is still what the Bible says. Do you understand? We are arranged to just go like motion. We just keep going. We don't check anymore. We don't try. We don't check out. Okay. How have we done? Even the world, they check themselves. After the end of the year, they do reports. They do review. What did we do? How did we not do? But the church, we now do review like the world. Not review by the spirit. It's by the world. How much money did we get this year? How much influence did we get this year? Whose tight is bigger this year? Whose offering came on time this year? That's the review we do at the end of the year. Not the review of how many lives, not that we won, we, somebody said, I give my life to Christ. How many are still abiding and staying? That's not our review. I started by saying the scripture. It says, when we say lift up your head, you say, lift up your head, holy gates. You see people pacing back and forth like the gates you have now, I'm commanding you <laughs> to lift up your head. That's the one we take with so much power. No, tell yourself the truth. To me, I tell myself the truth. That's how God helped me to fix my problem. Because a problem I don't admit I have cannot be fixed. 
a problem I do not admit that I have cannot be what? Fixed. So I tell him I have a problem. When I discover the problem, I meditate a lot. Ah, there's a problem here. It has to be fixed. If we will be true to ourselves, how many of us focus on the part of that scripture? Psalm 24. That says, lift up your head, O ye gate. How many of us? To be true. Like, don't be true. That's part of the problem. Church, self-righteousness within ourselves. I see somebody send you. There's somebody that is seeing you. Me, I can't even see. I need help to see. There's somebody that doesn't need help. He's seeing you like clean film. How many of us put more power in that place? Lift up. You know how many of us enter a state and say, I speak to this city. Lift up your head. How many of us? That's verse 7 of the scripture. Verse 3 that comes before verse 7. Line upon line is before. It's not after. Lift up your head. It's before lifting up your What does he say? Let's read it together again. What does he say? Are they putting it up? From verse 3. Verse 1 and 2 first told us who the earth belongs to. First. Then verse 3. If they are not putting it up, okay, they put it up for you. But did you call me Bible? Our churches that don't have technical know-how. How did you survive? They still use their Bible. Right? She is laughing. So let's read it together. It says, Who shall what ascend into the hill of the Lord who shall stand why are we reading Bible like this this place is small if They will sing and cover you. The church is redundant. We don't really speak anymore. That's the truth. Every other thing covers our voices. So when you now say, speak, I'm like, Kimmy, she put this choir with, they will carry it. So you delegate your duties to other people to do for you. You delegate your worship, you delegate your praise, you delegate your voice. To other people to use for you. That's why I don't like backup. Not because I, I dislike them. I'm sure the recordings I've done, you know, I, if I deal with backup singers, they always say that they come to sing because you must sing in the highest. We will go there. But I, when it comes to collective like this, I don't like Jesus because I'm thinking. 
what's wrong with your voice you came to use it abi is there something else we are saving it for it's not just when they give us mic that's when we come alive why are you not alive without mic you see some people they enter a place you know prayer everything is going on they're very calm they're just like that they're just like that when you know saying does anybody have the word it's a word you see them come hallelujah hallelujah so that's how I ah, ah, wait what just happened were you the same person sitting there yeah you were the same person you just feel is now people will hear you meanwhile there is someone that hears you every time there's someone you come before it's not people he hears you he's waiting to hear your voice but you keep it from when for when people will hear your voice part of our problems i'm just telling you the things that disturb my peace and give me sleepless night every time we're reading bible can we read it again Okay. What? What? Somebody just <clears throat> now you want to clear your books. Let's read it again. Who shall ascend into the hill of the Lord? Or who shall stand in his holy place? Next. He that has a clean hand and a pure heart, who had not lifted up his soul unto vanity, nor sworn deceitfully. Next. He shall receive the blessing from the Lord and righteousness from the God of his salvation. This is the generation of them who seek him. That seek thy face, O Jacob. Leave it. Don't shout on it. Reverse, reverse back to the next. Yes, the next one. Reverse. Good. He shall receive the blessing from the Lord and righteousness from the God of his salvation. The person who lifts up his what? Who does not lift up his nor swan is the one that will receive the blessing and righteousness from the God of his salvation. It is that ble- part of that blessing is that you take dominion. Is in that place you will now say, lift up your head. That's where you will now take dominion. But we want to take dominion without doing the orders. And the demons are laughing at us very well. They're just thinking, what is wrong with this one? Who are you talking to? If I slap you. There is an order to the word of God. You can't just take one and put power and nation on it. It's not going to work. Stop disturbing your peace. Follow the process and see if God will not be true to his word. Follow the process. 
spend time to follow the process is our problem spend time to follow the process if you follow the process god cannot be a liar is impossible but when you don't follow the process you don't see results you are quick to say god did not do it you are quick to blame god he didn't do it this is not what i wanted to talk about but this is how the lord works as a matter of fact i have different things to talk about it was guard your heart and i was going to talk about babylon we're not in competition with babylon as one that was doing me because we're in competition with babylon rather than rule babylon we're competing with babylon as one that was doing me but we can't even go there if we don't pass these ones why is it convenient for us to take one part of scripture and want resort from it and we are not willing to follow through why why is it the easiest thing to do somebody now will tell me this scripture we are reading now let's read another one I don't believe in that. You know why? If one does not come my life to me, I have no business going to another. Because it's the one that I've gotten that will be the foundation for me to get the next one. So if he's not coming to life in me, I have not I don't understand it yet. Why am I accumulating what is useless to me? and i'm not willing to pray, pay the price to meditate on one for it to come alive why so the next time you are saying lift up your head o ye gate and you are saying it with power understand that we ascend the highest mountain It's the mountain of the Lord. How? By the blood. By the word. By the spirit. We ascend the highest mountain. It's the mountain of the Lord. By the blood. by the word by the spirit we ascend the highest mountain is the mountain of the lord how by by the word by the spirit Say we ascend is the mountain of the lord by the blood 
by the word and by the spirit. Say we are saying, it is the mountain of the Lord. How by the blood, by the word. By the Spirit, say I ascend. I ascend. It is the mountain of the Lord. How by the blood, by the word, and by the Spirit. One more time, say I ascend. It is the mountain of the Lord. By the blood, by the word, by the spirit. So next time. Telling that mountain to be moved. Next time you're thinking of telling that gate to be lifted up. Understand the protocol that there is a way you must come. Hmm? Understand the protocol that there is a way you must come so that the mountains can listen to you. And rather than spend hours commanding the mountain, do the first. Check your heart. Check where it is. Spend the time on doing that. When you do, you will say to the mountain once. You will say to the gate once and it will be lifted. Don't spend two hours shouting on the gate. Spend two hours purifying your heart, making your hands pure by the blood of Jesus, understanding the exchange in the sacrifice. Spend your time understanding your new position in Him. Spend your time reading his word to know him and know what he has for you and know where he has placed you. Spend your time engaging the Holy Spirit. Then say to the mountain, say to the gate, they will move. They will be lifted up. Do you understand? not spend our time on what is not working. Let's not take a portion of scripture and think it will just do magic for us. Let's link the gaps and let's obey the first. Let's link the gap and obey the first. The next will just be cheap. 
It will happen cheaply. And I said to you, don't let people deceive you. I was asked sometime last year what I think is the greatest um, attack on, on the body of Christ, on the church. And the only word the Holy Spirit said to me is deceit that will be it is that thing is what and if only we see deceit for what it is deceit is the devil now, do you understand deceit is who the devil what did he do in the garden what is he still doing what will he do what did he do with Jesus So deceit is not a careless word. It is devil. Simple. No, do you understand? So I can say the greatest attack the body of Christ will sustain is the devil. Is deceit. Lies. Because we will not test spirit. That's the greatest problem we face. Deceit. And it is playing out in our churches. Don't let anybody deceive you. Check the Bible now. Eh? Check the Bible. You know the interesting thing is only God is unlimited. The devil is limited. No, do, do you understand? The devil is limited. Only God is unlimited. So what you see in scripture of God is a tiny bit of who he is. But everything you see in scripture regarding the devil is everything he is. His beginning, his end has been concluded. No, did you hear that? His beginning, his end has been concluded. He won't pull any surprise different from what has been written. Is God that has surprise in his, in his, do you understand what I mean? It's God that does what have surprises in his bank. That you be like, hey, it is God that he said of that eyes have not seen. It is about God. It's not ears have not heard. It has not entered your heart. Everything you've read is small compared to what is available. But the devil, everything about him, every trick he will pull, every lie he will tell you has been recorded so you have no business not overcoming him now do you understand if I'm trying to overcome someone they've given me all their secrets is it not should it not be simple to 
This is what I need to turn off, turn on. That's it. Sam, you can put off this AC because people look like, you know, there's a problem. <laughs> eh? Everything the devil can throw at you has been recorded. If you read the word, you will overcome him. That's simple. If you read the word, you do what? Overcome the devil. He's not going to pull a surprise on you. He's not going to tell you, you know, anything different from here. You are not afraid that he might come up with something you are not aware of. It is here. Read it. It is God that can come up with what you cannot think exists. Only God is unlimited. So why are we not conquering the devil? We don't know what is written. How did Jesus conquer the devil? How did Jesus conquer the devil? Say it again. How did Jesus conquer the devil? It's written. How are you conquering your devil? Let's reverse. How did Jesus conquer the devil? How did Jesus conquer the devil? How are you conquering your devil? Don't say it. I didn't want you to say it because you need to think it. Because you are not conquering your devil but it is written yet. We are not. Can we tell ourselves the truth and not just play church? So how will you conquer your devil? It is written. Hello. Jesus did it and there is proof. The devil did what? Backed off. When they ask us these things in church, so how are you going? Because it is written. And somebody had an understanding of it and it worked for them. You, do you have an understanding of it? And if we'll be true to ourselves, have we, have we been talking to the devil that it is written? Have we been telling the devil what is written? Have we? So why are we saying, how will you conquer them? It is written. Why? Motion of religion. That's why. It's just a motion of religion. That seems to be the next right thing to say. I didn't say, how will you conquer your devil? I said, how do you? Do you understand? It's two different things. If I say, how will you conquer? I say, I'll conquer the devil by it is written because now you know how Jesus conquered the devil. I said, how do you conquer the devil? Is it by it is written? No. No. If we say no, then we can now know that let's get help as to how to conquer the devil. But if we say, how do you conquer the devil? It is written. It's a lie half of the time. We, con- we have already, you know, said all manner of things. They've already realized that, wait, this is what I should actually say to him. Half of them, we don't even know what to say to him. We don't check the Bible to know what is said there. So you can't say it is written, you can't tempt me. It is written, I can't fall. You can't say it. So let's not say we say it is written. We don't do it, but it is written. 
how will you conquer the devil? <laughs> Some people are not happy with me. I'm sorry. <laughs> but I'm not sorry. Some people just felt bad now, like, ah ah. How would they say I don't conquer the How would they say I don't conquer the devil by it is written? But you do you? No. Let's let's be true. I don't all the time. But we come and put a front in church like this is what we do. But it's not what we do. That's why we don't get help. And when somebody says that you are angry, why are they talking? They don't know who I am in Christ. No, see, that's what is happening in our heart. Tell yourself the truth. See, when the Bible says we should guard our heart, it doesn't mean things won't come at it though. Is the process we do in, you know, um, what did how you purify water? Is that filtration you do constantly that keeps your heart pure? When you dig a borehole, there's something that cleans that makes the water clean for you to. So that thing is constantly on for you to get clean water. So that's how your heart needs to work. So that when the death comes in, you say, no, you're not supposed, this is dirty, you're not supposed to be here. You refine it. It will come. And you refine it. You say, well, this thing that came is not bad. It's meant to be a blessing to me. You take it, you know, this one is bad, remove it. Not be angry that they said what is really true, but you don't want to hear. Should we struggle to conquer the devil and his ideas and his ways and his methods and his systems? No. If we come by the word. It's the mountain of the Lord by the word and by the blood spirit so I come naked and not ashamed I come naked and not ashamed you know my weakness you know my strength you know my weakness you know my fears you see my secret thoughts you know my heart i can be real with you i can be real lord i can be real with you i can See, I come naked and not ashamed. I come naked and not ashamed. Cause you know my weakness. You know my strength. 
Jesus, please help me and save me. 
This is where we start from before we start commanding gates and mountains. The one we are coming before knows us if we only but have the fear of God in us. We will know not to disguise before him. If we only but know who he is. If everything we read about him, if we read about him is true. If everything he says he is, is truly that. Why do we come disguised? Why do we still carry our burdens ourselves and not let him carry it for us? Why don't we surrender it if we believe that he has the power and the capacity to handle it? Why are we still holding on to it? He says, he that has a pure heart. This is how you have a pure heart. It's not that your heart is white, but your heart is, is open to God. Your heart is true. That's how you have a pure heart. It's not that your heart, when they see it, is, is white. There's no kini. But your heart is true to where you are at. That's a pure heart. A pure heart does not lie about where they are at. I'm here, Lord. This is where I'm standing. It is not the best place. That's a pure heart. Take me from this place and transport me here. And it is that in that place he will now bless you with his righteousness. It's in that place he will bless you with his righteousness and salvation. This is what a pure heart is. A pure heart that accepts their mistake. If you are, they make mistake, but they accept it. A pure heart acknowledges where they are at. That is a pure heart. And the Lord says regarding that heart, a contrite heart he will not refuse. You are sure about that. But every time we bring a heart that is shielded from men, just to disguise before men, and we don't get help and that's why the Lord called this song the song of my journey I am glad that I can be true with Jesus on this journey I can tell him Jesus this is where I am I need help Jesus I'm having this emotion I need help I feel like having a man I need help I'm not married to him I need help I feel like I am true with him every step of the way and every time I'm true with him, he blesses me with righteousness. He blesses me with his righteousness. I wonder how did I get here? He will just bless, he will transport me because I am not able to do it on my own anyways. All I need to do is admit, he said, bring your burdens, cast your cares and worries upon him. Come unto me, all you who do what? Labor and a heavy laden. He already made provision. You just come. Drop it. Me, I will take it and transform it to what will help you. So that we don't run through the motions. We don't run through the ideas. We don't run through 
religion. We don't run through it with like day in, day out. This is what we are just doing. No meaning to what we are doing anymore. We are just shall doing it, shall because we just have to do it. And our hearts are getting seared day by day, hardened day by day, that to say this is my problem becomes difficult. For the Holy Spirit to reach us becomes difficult. For us to access the word of God becomes difficult. If you are ashamed with me, right? Maybe some things are even so bad you don't feel you can say. The one, am I the one that says, come unto me? Or you, the boy, is it me? It's Jesus. He already knows that you have burdens. He said, come. Why are you ashamed with him? Until purity of heart is restored to the church. And purity of heart is simply a heart that recognizes when he's wrong. That recognizes when he's not doing well enough. That's a pure heart. It's not the heart that covers clothes on it and says, don't worry, it's okay. Don't worry, we'll just continue. It's fine. No, that's not a pure heart. A pure heart is not void of sin. A pure heart responds to God. And in return, God blesses that heart with his righteousness. If Bible clearly says that we can't earn it, right? If Bible clearly says it's by grace, then all you need to do is be true. That's where to start from. Be true about everywhere you are per time. Be true to what you believe. Be true to Jesus. Be true with Jesus. This thing with Jesus, let it be true. This Jesus, you know, let it be true. Don't do 20 that is not true. Do one that is true. You will get results. Don't do 50 that is not true. Do one that is true. You will get results. Let's be true with Jesus. Let's identify all the things that are not real, that are deceit. Because most times we know them, but we choose to acknowledge them. I mean, not to acknowledge them, we choose to ignore them, but we know them. We know where we are lacking, we know our problem, we know it, but we choose to ignore them. But once we are able to say, this is it, the one who is able takes us and carries us and helps us. These things have to be clear before we start saying, let's go into territories, let's go into the seven mountains to do whatever, let's go into the world. You need to get it so clear. And if I will beg everyone here and everyone listening to me, don't complicate Jesus. I will say that again. Do not complicate Jesus. Jesus is not complicated. Make Jesus understandable to men in the way they can access him. Don't complicate Jesus. Don't make Jesus too hard. Don't add anything else to Jesus. Do him. If you're not ready to do him, go and do something else. Do that faithfully. In whatever you do, do faithfully. Go and do that faithfully. When you are done, if there is still time in this part of eternity, come and do Jesus. Jesus. 
because if we are not true there will be a problem we will get seared daily so you see I'm not I'm not afraid this is how we grow I'm not afraid to tell Jesus I am having this problem he comes and fix it I overcome that problem I grow to the next thing I'm having this challenge you come and this is how I grow but every time I say I got it Jesus don't worry I have it I have it I'll sort it out you will not grow you'll be hardened you'll be seared in your ways so I think I made very clear what Jesus and in that is what's the mission what's the vision huh? what's the mission Wow, so, so simple. That's what this is about. In whatever sphere we find ourselves, reveal Jesus. Everybody will not be a pastor. Everybody will not have a church. So if you are thinking, let me first do, do me first. Let me first face media before I now transition into leading a church. You are lying to yourself. Do you understand? Everybody will not be a pastor on a pulpit. But where you find yourself, you will leave out Jesus there. So that's what this is about. So that next time, don't come. I always say this because I understand the power of choice. If Jesus gave us the power of choice, who are we not to give it? I'm asking, if Jesus did not force himself down your throat to say, take me, if he allowed you to choose him, why are we forcing people and forcing Jesus down the throat of people? All we need to do is tell them about Jesus. Let them decide. We tell them, we pray for them and ask the Holy Spirit. It says, if you lift up Jesus, he will do what? Draw men. It is not us to draw men and force them and hold their neck. Come, no. Just make sure that Jesus is lifted in whatever you do in the life you live. Men will come and say, this Jesus, I want to know him. Every man on earth has to choose him. That's how he designed it. He followed it and he keeps his word. You have to choose. I stand at the door and knock. If any man, if you don't open, he won't enter. You open, he will enter. So that I missed everything when you make that choice. Nobody helps you keep it. You keep it because you know why you made it. That's what Jesus and Linda is about. And when I said some of us, we've been, this is just the gathering we invited you to. We've been meeting. We are a family. There's Sister Nika, there's Brother Kayode, there is Brother Sule, there's Brother Eze. joy this is a family I'm calling out to you it's brother Sam 
is Brother Tosin. This is Sister Dolapo. There are people you don't see, you don't know either. And all we want to for people to see is Jesus. I don't want you to see me. Honestly, if I can not hold this mic and just be somewhere and you hear, it is my joy, I tell you. And I'm not saying it to do, you know, fake humble. It is my joy. Because the anointing is weighty and it is costly. It's not something we just take. I just want to be anointed. And do your life honestly. That's what I'll tell you. If you want to do this, you have to count your cost and know that you want to go this way. So that's who we are. Reveal Jesus to every part of the earth. Jesus alone glorified. Jesus alone seen. Jesus alone, the Lord of his church. Not just by reading and not following, but by practicing. Jesus, all about Jesus, there's nothing else. Every other thing dies and fades when Jesus is seen. And it doesn't mean we are perfect, but every other thing that is imperfect in us keeps dying until Jesus alone is seen. Every other thing that is not perfect in us sees Jesus and bows. That's how it works. Our body has no option but to submit to Jesus. That's what we have chosen. We chose it. It's not by force. We have counted our cost. I've checked the world. I've checked what they can give me. You don't come to this place in one day. It's something you do over time. I have checked what the, the best thing the world can offer me. I have lived it before they offered it. And I have decided what my decision will be when it comes. So when they come, I won't be surprised. I won't be confused. I won't be confused as to what I answer. I know what I will answer already. Do you understand what I'm saying? That's how to live. So when the devil throws one thing that looks juicy to you, you are not like considering, ah, and it's juicy, or should I, should I not? You've already died to it. You've already thought about it before the devil thought about it. And you have died. And so the devil has no power. So this is who we are. There are lots of us that are not here. They are in different countries. And all we want to do is not hinder Jesus. Whatever he wants is free. Wherever he wants to go, we are ready. Whatever he wants us to do, we are ready. We are not building a form. We are not building a form of godliness without power. We are not building that form that everybody just, this is what it is, this is what church should look like. That's not what we want to do. Church is a gathering of believers in fellowship. Simple. So that's all we want to do. And for those that don't know, I have a pastor. My pastor is Pastor Chris Delvan Guamna. Used to be New Life Assembly. Now King of Kings Church of the Capstone. 
And I know if you leave him, you want to be here, but sometimes I'm, I'm very, I can be like that. Like, something's not necessary, honestly. Because sometimes we feel, okay, so the men of God will sit down and now we inaugurate this in the name of Jesus. This has been inaugurated. Jesus inaugurated it. I didn't want it. I'm not interested in it. And I'm still saying it till tomorrow. I'm really not interested, but I'm compelled. These are two different things. It's one thing to be interested to do church and you just want to do it. Whether God wants you to do it or not, I fight, I fetch it, I fetch it. Jesus, which I just want to. I'm not interested, but I am compelled by Him. So that's what keeps me. Interest alone cannot keep me. It's the compelling force of the Holy Ghost that keeps you standing steady years and years and years over. So that's my pastor. And very soon, that church is coming to Lagos. And we are part of that. But this is Jesus' name that. What is the vision? Why are we not saying we have mixed it up? Students, what is the vision? What is the mission? That's all. It's so simple, but it's so powerful. That's all. I don't, I'm not adding anything. That's all I want to do. Reveal Jesus. If I cannot see him, we stop, we stop, we stop. I'm not interested. There's nothing you can, there's nothing. I stop it like yesterday. You're not afraid to stop it and just walk away. I say, I say it very often. He says he will bless the works of my hands. And whatever I do will do what prosper. So I don't have to do this to eat. I have ideas. I love photography. I love what Tunji is doing. Things like that. I love it. I can focus on that and I'll make money. Do you understand me? So it's not this one. I would even prefer to sell Akara in style. Honestly, this thing is not by force. So that every time I come to it, I know why I'm here. That's why I stay steady. I don't stay steady because I have power. And people say you have strength, you have grace. Hello. I know why I'm here. That's why I will stay true to it. So this is who we are. We go to nations, different nations. We are here wherever He wants. Jesus shall allow wherever He wants. We don't want to do by the flesh. We will wait and do by the Spirit. All right. So, if I may ask, is there, was there a time where the sermon was preached? If you were touched by the message you just heard and you would like to accept the love of Jesus Christ, please say this prayer with me. Lord Jesus, I surrender my will to you right now. I am tired of doing life by myself. I ask that you forgive my sins and start afresh with me. I believe you died, you rose again, and I believe in your second coming. From now on, I ask that you will be Lord over my life. 
help me to follow your footsteps and live like you. I receive your free gift of salvation. In Jesus' name, amen. Congratulations and welcome into the family. If you said this prayer, we would love to hear from you. Please visit our website at www.jesusanandedministry.com and fill the love card. We look forward to receiving your message. God bless you. The message you just heard is from Jesus Anandad Ministry. To connect with us, you can visit our website at www.jesusanandadministry.com. God bless you.